Y'all, how's my hair? Is it looking okay? How do you, how do your hair, your hair is looking good too. How's, how's mine? Looks, yeah. looks good. Okay. We're going to start now. Is everyone in their positions? <laughs> Hold on, I got to fix my hair. Give me a second. It's just really bugging me. Okay. God. You guys have no oh, idea the struggle to yeah. have so much hair. You got it. I love you. Come. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Latchkey Friends podcast. <laughs> it is so good to be back. Um, and why it's even better to be back than ever before, we are joined by our friend, Caleb Holt. Caleb, hello, how are you? I'm fantastic, how are you? Liz, how do you feel? This is our first cat that we've ever had in the episode. I'm feeling really good about it. I feel like Goose is a really good cat to have here. Um, I'm honored to have Goose. Goose? If you have to have a cat, if you have to have a cat, it might as well be this one. He's all right. Yeah, he's, he's not, just okay. It's not just a Zoom background. <laughs> no, a very fancy Zoom background. So, I am worried that Goose is going to eat those fish, though, in that bowl. He's looking at them very intently. Well, do is there here. only one left? Holy cow. <laughs> he was hungry. So Liz, today I want us to talk about a topic. We've talked a lot about, we've talked about a lot of things on this podcast. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be like episode 16-ish. So we've covered a lot of ground. This is going to be the first time we've talked about a, a, a very interesting topic, which is romance. My favorite topic, but romance. It's not, just, it's not just romance, it's a, spe a very, specific, very specific type of romance. Bromance. I'm okay. I was gonna say something, but I stopped myself. I it's can't remember what age group we do this podcast for. Bromance. Bromances. Okay. And bromance. That's a special type of bromance. Yeah. The bromance it, is very. It special. feels special. And I would say that for me, the most intimate romantic relationship I've been in with is with Caleb. Oh my gosh! Look at Caleb blushing a little I'm, bit. I'm glad we're talking about this today. Caleb feels very uncomfortable, and we hope all of our listeners and viewers will help Caleb along, because he's doing great. He's, for those who can't see him, he's, he's looking strong, looking tough. His, his cat, Gustav, is in the background eyeing a fishbowl. We don't know how this is going to end well. And he'll be okay. The, the nice thing about goldfish is they're very inexpensive. <laughs> and you guys have been introduced to Caleb. Okay. That's Caleb. So... Liz, I want to tell you. Um, I would like to know how your bromance started. Where did this, this beautiful bromance start? I've known Caleb for approximately, I'm going to say 14 years. 14 years already? Pretty, pretty specific. What's the 14-year yeah. anniversary? Is that like wood? Or it's goldfish. Goldfish? Goldfish. And the goldfish are gone. <laughs> I met Caleb 14 years ago at work. Um, Caleb has what you might call a polarizing personality. <laughs> that, is, that is so kind. That is such a great way to put that. Caleb, Caleb <laughs> said, told us earlier he hasn't made a new friend in 12 years. Mm -hmm. Why is that, Caleb? I know all the people I need to know. I have all the friends I need to have. My life feels pretty complete. I'm good. And it takes, it takes a lot to be able to say that, to identify <laughs> you've got what you need and you're good. 
So I snuck in 14 years ago. He was still accepting <clears throat> new friends. <laughs> yeah. You just was, barely made it in. I, he, yeah, I, it, there, there was a I was way passively look. looking. I was not actively looking. And he was, it, it was okay that it was passively looking because we sat in adjacent cubicles. So he didn't have to turn very far. Um, Caleb has a polarizing personality. Some people love him, some people don't, exactly. And it can change minute to minute. How could you not love Caleb? He seems so sweet. Um, usually it's spending time with me that does it. Oh, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, any, um, but anyway, so Caleb and I became friends and close friends and the type of friends who would like drive each other to the airport. Oh, so, that's cute. So um, we hung out, we did things. Caleb has been, Caleb has been one of my concert buddies. We yes. went on Streetlight, we went inside of Streetlight Manifesto's touring van bus together. Yeah, we got to hang out with the group before the show, it was magical for half of us. Yeah, it was magical for you. <laughs> for me. I, I thought it was very cool, but it was it was a pretty big deal for Spencer. So that's I was enjoying that more than the interactions with the band that I was increasingly familiar with. Yeah. Was he fangirling? No, not at all. He actually just blended right in. They he didn't just have he hair back. He kicked, you know Spencer. He was a very he was cool as a cucumber in that van. He just kicked back, talked to them about yeah. about their music, about their influences. Mm -hmm. They contradicted almost everything he said. I still remember he's like, So you guys were influenced by by is it real big fish? I don't know. Or, or big fish? Some some fish. And they're like, No, not at all. <laughs> oh, okay. They put me in my place. Um, so Caleb's been my music buddy. Caleb is a movies guy. Um, we've gone to a lot of movies together. Um, most recently, Caleb invited me over to his home to watch an Andre the Giant documentary. It was fantastic. Ooh. It was so good. That's awesome. So we do lots of stuff together. So it wasn't weird when he, well, it was weird. Okay. It was weird. Um, he said to me one time, Spencer, I've got to tell you, I want to hate the Twilight movies, but I can't. <laughs> now, Caleb, could you tell us what it is that made it so it was impossible for you to hate the Twilight movies? I honestly have no idea. There's, I, I don't think there's anything redeeming about them, and I was fully prepared to hate them. Let's not take any of this to mean that I love them or even actively like them. It was just weird because I went in thinking I will hate this movie and I walked out thinking I, I merely slightly dislike this movie and that it was really strange to me. Okay. How, was it Edward Sparkle that got you? Nope, I can, I can assure you it wasn't. Was it the way they played baseball in the thunderstorms? I didn't mind the baseball. I didn't mind the baseball at all. Okay. Um, I think it was the. I think it was more the Collins. The Collins seemed like a pretty cool group. I'd hang out with them. Yeah. yeah. The problem yeah, is when the stars are horrible, but the supporting cast is good. You just you find yourself in a really conflicted place, and that's what happened to me. Okay. Yeah. So it surprised you. It did surprise me. So Caleb At not being as bad as I thought it would. Caleb made this observation to me. I think <clears throat> probably three Twilights in. So he said it to me. And there are how many? Five Twilights? 
think there's five. Yeah. At least five. I'm pretty so sure it's five. He said it to me and I, my response was, I have no response. I haven't seen, I haven't read the books. I haven't seen the movies. I have, I have no reference point. So if Caleb felt that he couldn't, he couldn't hate them, I felt fine. But because of the romantic heart that he has, the, the, this is where things got interesting. He said to me, I think we need to watch them together. Oh, really solidify your bromance. You're, you're leaving out the best parts. I think I got down on one knee at this point. <laughs> and said, will you watch Twilight with me? So Caleb, <laughs> let me tell you a thing about Caleb. Um, Caleb's the kind of guy that when, you're, when a group of people at work are all going to go out to lunch and you say, Caleb, are you coming? He says things like, I'll meet you there. Which is code for, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not, not really coming. Wait. It, wait for me in the lobby. I'll be right down. Yeah, it's, it's that. So then you do wait for him, which enrages you because he's really not coming down. So first, he's not only not coming, but he's going to make you wait. Oh, okay. So, um, How I, have you not made friends in the last 12 years? That's <clears throat> weird. I don't know. I, I, it, is, it is weird. I don't get it. So normally with a statement like, we should watch them together, I could have taken similar approach and said, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. But Caleb, being Caleb, knew the, the actual way to, to respond to a Caleb. So instead of doing that, he said, I will, we will be watching them at your home. <laughs> he said, I'm already driving to the college Tuesdays and Thursdays. I drive right past your house. So next Thursday night, I will be at your house. So we- I just, I just have one question, Caleb. Yeah. Why did you want to share this special moment with Spencer? Uh, Spencer's not a bad, not a bad guy, and Twilight was not a bad movie. <laughs> They're both just mediocre. Well, it's no, Spencer's Spencer's pretty cool. Um, so he seemed like the right person to share a, a mediocre experience with, though, because it would be better. Okay. With Spencer there. Okay, I get it. So Caleb came to my home, and I recall this interaction. So this was. This is easily 10 plus years ago. Um, and I remember having to have this conversation, overhearing this conversation. My daughter said, Mom, can I go down and see what dad's doing? No, sweetheart. He's downstairs in the dark watching the vampire movie with his friends. <laughs> and be because because there were, there were already a few, few Twilights deep in the series, we watched them once a week in the dark in my basement together. And nobody in our family, my family bothered us. And I remember watching the first movie and I had some different thoughts. I thought it very strange. My experience with vampires is limited. I've seen Interview with a Vampire. I've read the book. Um, but I don't go a lot deeper than that. I didn't know that vampires had an affinity for baseball. Yeah, I, I should have warned you. <laughs> I love baseball. But the thing is, is that I also didn't realize that the reason why they could only play in the rain was because vampires were so good at baseball and could hit a baseball so hard that only the thunder could muffle the sound of their thunderous at-bats. Is that why you couldn't hate it? That was uh, that was probably also part of it, and you know, just the way the way the the author leads you to believe that's going to be an important plot point at some point. And 
it's like watching Mad Men. You're just waiting for it to come back. Yeah, I just, I love when, yeah, they put these little red herrings in. They're like, ooh, maybe this means something. Nope. Nothing. <clears throat> just for fun. Have you guys, you've watched the movies, but did you read the books? I, I don't want to answer that. No, that's an important question. I read one of them. Which one? But it was for a good reason. There's no shame. I'm not judging. I read, I read all of them. Oh, okay. What was but the I haven't seen all the movies. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I read it because my, my ex and I didn't usually read a lot of the same things. Um, so this was a thing that we both read. So did you read the first one? I read the first one. No, I jumped to the third. Oh, you did. Okay. No, I read, I read the first one. And that first book, not as good as the movie. The movie was, for all of you out there, the movie was better. Sorry. Wrong. The movie was less bad. Wrong. Book was way better than that movie. Rob Pattinson was like the worst. And Kristen Stewart. Ugh. Hey, after, when this is done, will you give me more book recommendations, please? This is why people don't like I will. It. Since this is the romance category, I will send you all the best romance novels you should read. Okay. If you like so, bodice rippers, yeah. they're coming your way. So um, we made it through episode one. Uh, we, we got on to episode two. Okay, now another important question before you get there. After episode one, were you guys team Jacob or team Edward? Turns out you don't even need to pick a side. No, you do. <laughs> no. Very important. Were you just team um, baseball? Team team baseball, team Cullen, yeah. Okay, so you were kind of team Edward. Um, I was more attracted to the muscle guy. Jacob. So you were team Jacob. Jacob. Cool, okay. okay, I just, that was very important for our listeners to know this. Okay, so we made it to episode two. I have no memory of episode two. What I have a very deep and abiding memory is, is of episode three. Because if I'm correct here at the end, spoiler alert, how long, spoiler alert, for those of you guys who need to tune out now, I'm going to say a thing. Um, if the baseball spoiler wasn't enough. <laughs> the ep at the end of episode three, the, the girl vampire gets knocked up. True? Yeah. And it and what girl vampire are you talking uh, about? Or the girl human, Kristen yeah, Stewart? Yeah, the human. Come on, the guys. Girl? The girl, Twilight fans. the girl, no, I don't think that we said that. The Bella, girl, Bella got knocked up because Bella got for some up. reason humans and vampires can have babies. Yeah. And, but here's oh, what we learned. It was a total cliffhanger. Okay. And the cliffhanger was that the baby um, was going to drink blood or something. There was, I feel like in my mind, she's drinking out of a blood straw. Or maybe I made well, that. Well, she basically like alien style rips her way out of Bella. Yeah, but that's, but that's like a teaser in episode three, okay? So yeah. what happened then was that Caleb and I finished watching, we were caught up, and the movie, episode there, four. There were no more movies. Th th there was one coming out in the theater. <clears throat> so some time went by, and Caleb mentioned, as he mentioned just a second ago, his ex. So in between three and four, um, things uh, didn't work out for Caleb, and he got divorced but he started re-entering into the dating pool, okay? That's where the bromance was strained, okay? <laughs> because I'm fine to let Caleb go date and be on the market. I felt good for him, I was supportive of it. Mm -hmm. Until one day, Caleb and I 
we're, for some reason, we're at Fashion Place Mall in the parking lot between Nordstrom and Rite Aid or something, that side over there. I remember this. I remember this clearly. Why we were there, what we were doing, I don't remember. But what I do remember is I said to Caleb, Caleb, um, Twilight Episode 4A is about to hit, is in theaters now. And it seems fitting that we should see it together. That, that seems, that does seem fitting. Now, Caleb, I agreed then, I agree now. Do you recall what you said to me? I, I don't know, I don't recall exactly. I hope it wasn't something along the lines of, I just saw it. <laughs> I recall, it was very with, similar to those lines. With a girl. With a girl. Oh, I feel bad to this day. It didn't work out with her. And here I am, left over. So have you watched the movie, Spencer? No. You left on the cliffhanger? I have not seen the episode baby, four. whatever her name, ripping her way out of Bella? Or episode 4B, and you know why I haven't seen it? Because your heart's broken? Because I'm waiting for Caleb to tell me he's going to watch it with me. Aww. Well, I will cancel the rest of my day and watch it with you right now. I've got, I've got extra face masks. I've got snacks. Let's watch it right now. I'll meet you there. <clears throat> oh, that's what that felt like all those years. So empowering. I don't know why you guys were complaining so much. That's not that bad. <laughs> you left me alone. That was the best case scenario. <laughs> you gave him what he wanted. Yeah. Oh. I don't like, we don't like to leave the latchkey friends on such a downer of an, of an exit. So mm -hmm. uh, that relationship did not work out for you. The Twilight one was doomed and that was your own doing. Clearly that was karma. That was um, my doing. Yes. Things are, things are in a good spot for you. And recently we heard from you. In fact, you told uh, Liz and me that you were going to get engaged and you had a plan to do so. Yep. That was the plan. Walk us through a few of those steps there. So you want the plan or the actual? I want the plan. I want the plan and I want Liz to react maybe with it, her initial reaction. So the plan was I go get the ring, obviously, and I keep it hidden. Okay, this is all starting off like any other engagement story, as it should. So <clears throat> my plan was we are going on a family trip. I'm going to take the ring to Puerto Rico with me. Um, we actually, I wanted to go to Culebra because it's beautiful. It's very cool. Um, my favorite beach is there. And on my favorite beach, I was going to have this ring in my pocket, probably pinned in the pocket because we're now entering the ocean. And we were going to be out snorkeling or something. And I was going to, your, I was what, going to go engagement ring in your, <clears throat> your swimsuit pocket. Yeah. In my swimsuit pocket. In the ocean. In but the but ocean. pinned in, pinned inside. It, it's okay. It's very safe. Mm -hmm. So the plan was go out in the water and then I would submerge myself, get the ring out, and then come up, basically ring first, like something like this. For our audio listeners, Caleb right? entering, coming out of the sea dramatically. Yes, very, very little mermaid. mermaid. Very, very little mermaid. By the way, much better film than Twilight. Oh, so. <clears throat> I was going to come out with the ring and then really not have to say a whole lot. The ring, at this point, uh, future fiancés have caught on by now. You display the ring and kind of the deed's done. 
Oh, uh, is that the so that's one? why I was going to come out ring first. Oh, I see. And I got some some pushback on this plan. Why? Why would you get pushback on that plan? Oh, thank you. What part, Liz? Do you think there are any weak points in this plot or in this plan? Oh, no, I don't. I'm also going to be sending you my book recommendations soon too. <laughs> Excellent. So, so some of the concerns from your friends was <laughs> you're in a you're in a swimming suit in the ocean with a ring in your pocket that could go away. It could just fly away. It could anything could go wrong and never find it again. But another thing that Spencer loves about me is I'm very confident in myself and my abilities to not lose things or mess things up. It doesn't matter how many times I fail. I always, always think it's the last time. Do you know why so, you worry so much about that? Because I don't know why that is. And loses things all the time. Oh, see, I don't remember the last time I lost something. I'm projecting. I'm projecting. Or forgot something. Yeah, so it's not on me. So <clears throat> the way it played out, was pretty similar to the plan. I modified it a little bit because I had these little voices in my head saying, you're gonna lose the ring in the ocean. So, so I, I thought I'd compromise and go a little bit into the ocean. So the, the, the real scenario played out, we had, so Sarah Jean, uh, uh, many of you may not know her, but she's fantastic. You should meet her. Um, I, I'm very glad I did. Uh, her daughter was acting as our photographer. So M and I, she was in on it the whole time for months. She went with me to find the ring and we, we picked this thing out and they held it for a week or two while we looked for other options. She went with me to pick the thing up. And then <clears throat> she was very excited when I told her she had to guard the ring. She had to be the, the, uh, the safe keeper of the ring. Yeah. Uh, until we got to the island because it could pop out of my stuff like it could be found if it's in my possession. She was very excited about that responsibility. <clears throat> But she came through like a champ. She gave me the ring on the beach and I had a, I had a safety pin already prepared and I, I put it in my, pinned it in my pocket. And then we convinced Sarah Jean that Em was just gonna take a couple pictures of us. So we said, let's go stand in the surf. Let's go, you know, about up to our ankles or our knees and we'll take a couple of pictures. <clears throat> so we get out there and I've got, the, I've got the thing. Now it's safety pinned in my pocket and I couldn't get the safety pin undone one-handed, so I had to act like, oh, I've got like a tag or something poking me. So I'm kind of turned to the side, undoing the, the safety pin, and now the ring is just in my pocket, right? Just, just sitting there open right in my pocket while I'm standing almost shin deep in the water. I know some people would still be worried about this. Uh, <clears throat> so then we get out there, and I acted like I was stepping on something. I said, oh, what is that? And Sergio's just looking down like, what, what's going on? So I bend down like I'm going to find something stabbing my foot. And then I kneel down uh, and pull out the ring. And there's a video of this that none of you will ever get to see because I don't have permission. I don't have the rights to the video. Uh, but you can see in the video first when it dawns on her what's happening. We had convinced her completely that I'm just not ready. This isn't happening for a while soon, but not yet. So she doesn't see it coming in the least. So she first she realizes I'm proposing, and she was very excited, which made my day, right? I, it, was, it was a really, really sweet moment. But then she realizes I'm kneeling in the ocean with, you know, these little waves coming in and hitting us. And so you see where she freaks out, and she's like, put it on my finger, assuming 
as did all of my friends, that I'm going to drop it. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't. It's a very real fear. You didn't drop it. I didn't drop it. And she said yes. And so here we go. So she said yes. I don't know what happens next. And you I weren't. Mean, you weren't that's concerned. as far as I planned. Yeah. You weren't concerned about having a safety pin in your pocket. No, that was, it was closed. Okay. I'm just asking. I think our viewers want to know. <laughs> safety pin was closed. Ring was secure. Okay. Yeah. It all, it, it was, it was pretty cool. It worked out well. Well, we're excited for you. So what's the lesson we learned here? Well, let's first ask, what's the lesson you learned about bromances? Yeah, Caleb, let's start with you. Oh, were there lessons to be learned? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> this story, what lesson did you learn about your bromance with Spencer? Uh, well, the person that I saw the fourth Twilight movie with is not in my life, and Spencer is. So... I think I've learned that once you do let someone inside, mm -hmm. make them a priority. Don't go, don't go chasing some person who wants to go see one movie with you and then reveal that they're horrible. Don't do that. Mm. Stick with who you know. Don't yeah. make new friends. Well, that's where that went. <laughs> there it goes. That's it. That's where we're ending this thing. Don't make new friends. Don't make new friends. I think the lesson today is this. When you've got as many friends as you need, cut it off. Mm -hmm. No more. Just be happy for what you've got. Why do you need more friends? It's a true story. So, so they'll follow you on, on Twitter so, that, so you can influence them and get some kind of a, some kind of a deal with Nike? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All well, right. speaking friend. of influence... You guys can become our new Latchkey Friends <laughs> on social media at Latchkey Friends and potentially get an influencer deal with Nike. For sure. Go like, go like Latchkey Friends and you'll get an influencer deal with Nike. Right. Maybe Twilight. I don't, I don't feel like we cast them in a positive enough light that they would be interested in us. <laughs> Caleb and I are working on our fan fiction follow-up. It worked for Fifty Shades of Grey. Sure did. We're not ready to reveal it, but I can. Here's what I'm going to promise. Oh, God, I hope it's a Twilight <laughs> romance story. Maybe. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. But Edward I and Jacob sitting in a tree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promise our listeners and to our viewers that Caleb, is, he's made the promise. He's invited me over for Twilight. Mm -hmm. There will be a, a follow-up on episode four and episode four point B. Okay. It's a promise. It's a promise. Until then, you can find us on all your social media channels, plus latchkeyfriends.com. Head over to Apple, Spot, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a listen, Caleb, and a review. And if you guys want to be friends with Caleb, please submit that through the website so we can vet it. Yes, please do that. More, more friends for you, Caleb. That's what we're doing. Thanks Thank to you. our latchkey friend, Caleb, and all of our latchkey friends. Liz, as always, it's an honor to see you. Thanks for a great episode, you guys. Okay, see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.